Hi everyone, welcome back to Resist the Urge. This is your girl D, and I'm so happy that you tuned in. Before I go any further, please remember to follow me on Instagram at mustrtu. That's M U S T R T U. You can also send me an email with any questions, concerns, or comments you have at mustrtu at gmail.com. How are you doing? How was your week? I hope it was well. So happy to have you here because I have someone very special to me with me today. And that is Janesha Benjamin, my very own best friend. Now, the reason I have her is because she inspires me greatly. And also, it fits in alignment with what we're talking about today, which is try something new. If there's one person in my life that I know is always trying something new, it's her. I'm like, girl, when do you find the time? Aren't you tired? But she, again, is a go-getter. And, of course, as I mentioned before, she inspires me greatly. Now, I'm going to allow her to introduce herself because I may not do her justice besides saying she's my best friend. Janisha, welcome to Resist the Urge. How are you? I am so good. Thank you very much for having Thank me. Thank you for coming on. This is my first podcast Ever. So again, today I'm trying something new. new. Yes. Um, as I told you, I am her best friend yes. and she stuck with me for life. Um, my name is Janisha Benjamin. Like she said, I am the writer of the Christian blog Keyless Chronicles. That's K-E-E-L-A-S Chronicles with an S at the end. And you can follow me on Instagram at Keyless Chronicles. And I'm also the owner of the Etsy store Passion Purpose Prince. You can also find me on Instagram at Passion Purpose Prince. I am a wife. I am a daughter. I am a sister. I am an aunt. And I am a best friend. And most importantly, I am a child of God. That is my number one identity. And I hold dearly to that identity because I think it helps me to try all of the new things that I love to try. All right, wonderful. And I know that she's trying to be modest because she is also an author. Okay, talk about trying to have it all. Now, a few of the things that you said were so interesting in terms of you having a blog, you having an Etsy shop. How did you get there? Like, how did you get from being a regular employee working your eight to four and saying, this is not enough, I want more. So how did you get from not enough to more? And then how did you move from more to specific things? Like, I'm going to open a store, I'm going to become a blogger, I'm going to become an author. Okay, Um, I think like a lot of people, I, I felt unfulfilled in my day job. As long as I've known myself, I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I wanted to be able to do whatever I wanted to do and what I felt good about doing to help my family. And I didn't feel like I was doing that in my day job. I didn't feel fulfilled. I didn't feel any passion for it. Of course, it helped pay the bills, but I don't think that we should just live to pay the bills alone. And in this, in, in the society that I was raised in, in our country, we go to school every day with the thought of getting a good education so we can get a good job. There's never really the teaching of getting a good education so that you can create the job for yourself. And I wanted to do that. I saw my father as an inspiration because he left his day job to try something that nobody else was trying at the time. And he became very successful at it. And I just thought, what can I do? God, what am I good at? What can I do that's going to help me 
what can I try that's going to be easy enough for me to do and fulfilling enough for me. So I prayed and I prayed and I prayed and I thought about the fact that my talents should be able to open a way for me. In my job, I write every day and I love writing. But what I was doing at work was really regimented and really structured. I was writing what I was told to write. And it was more along the lines of structured writing, like reporting and stuff like that. And I just wanted to be able to express that passion in a way that was fulfilling to me, like I said before, and also would help me to make some money, really. So after doing some research, I found out that I could start a blog. Now... The thought of starting a blog was a little daunting because I don't know anybody that writes a blog in my own circle nor in my country and it, it just seemed so far-fetched to me but I figured what, what could be the harm. I did some research on YouTube, University of YouTube always got my back mm -hmm. and just decided to try it. All right. Um, something that you mentioned before about your job. Now, from knowledge of you, I know that you actually do like your job. I know that, yes, it's regimented, but also, do you think that maybe it was shaping or sharpening you for what you're doing now? Because I know you had to do minutes. I know you were called upon to edit documents and so forth. So did that thought ever occur to you that maybe it was sharpening you for this passion you have, for this direction, without you really knowing it. Because at the time of getting the job, you weren't thinking about being a blogger, were you? No. Yeah, so it's it's interesting. I really ne never thought about it that way. Because I do write in my job, like I said. I write almost every day. It's one of the main duties of my position. And... I knew that I wanted to do something in writing, but I didn't know that until I started my job. When I when I got when I decided to go to school, I went to school for accounting. Like accounting. <laughs> and I didn't get a job in accounting. I got a job that I could get. Whatever whatever was available to me is what I took at the time. And it just so happened that I ended up writing a lot in my job and I ended up liking writing a lot, but I wanted to write more of what I wanted to write. So I think you do have a point there that it probably shaped me a lot mm -hmm. in my discipline to write and in my ability to write structurally, grammatically correct and all of that other stuff. Right. So I know we touched on the blogging, but what about the Etsy store that you have? Okay, so as I started my blog, I realized I can't just write a long paragraph or long um, blogs with no cuts in between because people are visual and so after doing more research I realized that I had to do graphics I would have to put in pictures here and there um, put in little graphics here and there and I realized that I really liked the graphics I really liked coming up with positive sayings and little phrases and even quotes and making them aesthetically beautiful with a graphic so Earlier this year, I was like, Lord Jesus, I'm in need of some money. This job is not cutting it. What am I going to do? So again, I went back to the drawing board and thought about the things that I like to do, things that I think I'm talented at, and that was one of the things that came up, my, my love for creating positive graphics. Then I went on the University of YouTube again, always enrolled, mm -hmm. and I found out that I could open an Etsy store and do digital products like instant downloads at first I was like 
interesting how is this gonna work so I just watched some videos I went on Etsy I opened a store and that was that passion purpose prints became a thing I created graphics on this fantastic little app called Canva and then I just uploaded them to my Etsy store and that was that here we are here we are now it's interesting how you spoke so you felt unsatisfied, you prayed to Jesus, and now you're here. Was it really that simple? Like, what were the feelings behind the start, the middle, here? Because I know we're not ending. I know you're not at the end. There's so much greater things in store. But, like, what has been that feeling throughout? Okay, so maybe I made it seem a little too easy. Um, I probably should have said that during the praying process, it wasn't that I went to, to the Lord and said, God... I need something to do. And the heavens opened. The angels came down and told me, Janisha, <laughs> Janisha, this is what you have to do. And I just did them. No. It was weeks of prayer, weeks of, of, of studying the word, of studying what it means to be a Christian entrepreneur, doing devotionals on the version app, all that kind of stuff. And really thinking to myself, what are my talents? What do I have to offer the world? Then, after I figured that out, there was the issue of, oh my gosh, am I really going to do this? What if people don't like what I write? What if people don't like my graphics? What if people don't read it? What if I waste my time? Uh, Breathe. Yeah, it was really, it was a lot of questions, a lot of bombarding questions that made me second guess doing what I wanted to do. Then, when I finally decided, let me just try it. There was also the thought of not attaching my name to anything that I did for fear that if people didn't like it, well, at least they wouldn't know that I was the one who did it. So I wanted to do everything incognito, everything anonymous. And that didn't really work out. So I had to, I had to attach my name to certain things. I had to do things and let people know that I was doing them, which is still hard thing for me to do but slowly but surely I'm trying to overcome that oh wonderful so since you're overcoming that how did you get over that fear like what what was it because okay so now you shared with us basically that you had feelings of doubt of fear there's the insecurity that came into play but you still did it mm -hmm. like that's almost not connecting so what got you from point A to point B Okay, so where my blog is concerned, at first, the fear was more, more related to people not wanting to read what I wrote or people not liking what I wrote or not getting any traffic on my blog. And then there was also the fact that sometimes I felt like the support in my circle wasn't as strong as I would have liked it to be. And you know, sometimes you need, you, you want your friends to be all hyped up about what you like, but it comes to a point where you have to realize that not everybody is going to like what you like. So not everybody wants to sit down and read a blog post because not everybody is a reader. But something happened. There was a time that I had to pause my blog and when I was free to start back again, I was afraid to start back because I was like, I'm not getting the kind of response that I thought I would have gotten initially. And so that fear prevented me from starting back. And I al almost didn't write anything for about a year until I started getting random messages from random people on Instagram asking me if I stopped doing my blog. And I'm like, 
I, I don't even know you. I did not know that you read my blog. <laughs> and it made me remember the scripture that says, a prophet is not... What is it? A prophet is not... He has no honor in his own Honor country. in his own country. And... I, I I got to the place where I had to realize that the audience, the people who I'm writing this blog for, might not necessarily be the people that I know. My audience doesn't have to be people that are around me, people that are in my country, because most of the people that read my blog are not in Antigua. Most of the people that read my blog are in America or in the UK. And it was a very shocking realization for me because I was like... Oh my gosh, this blog is really touching people and I let my own fear and insecurity and own doubt mm-hmm. stop me from doing something that God had had enabled me to do to help other people. So that was really something that helped me to overcome the fear of thinking that people aren't going to enjoy what I'm writing and it doesn't make any sense. Where the Etsy shop is concerned though, it was a friend of mine who kind of gave me a kick in the butt. And he was like, if you never try, then you never know. So you can sit down here thinking people might not like it, people might not like it, people might not like it, but you won't ever find out if they're going to like it unless you try. And what you don't want to do is not do it, and then five years down the line, ten years down the line, you you have the question of what if? What if I had tried it? Where would it have been by now? How how far along would I have been? Would people have really liked it? And what if is really not a question that you want to have in your in your life because what if means regrets. And I'm not about a regret life. Wow. Wow. You've definitely unpacked quite a bit there. Yeah. Um, definitely one thing that resounds with me is the overthinking. Because as intellectual people, as people with big heads, with big brains, um, we think a lot. Yeah. And sometimes... You, that's where you get that phrase of I kill think because you think about it so much thinking that you know I'm just considering all my options I'm just making sure that I'm ready but a lot of times you psych yourself out and one thing that has occurred to me over the last few weeks or even starting my podcast and getting here today is the fact that doubt sometimes seems like common sense Mm -hmm. like who really wants to hear you? Why are you doing it? No one else has done it before. Who's who's going to listen? Who's going to support you? Sit down. You're doing enough for the Lord. or You're, you're doing enough, man. You're getting by. You know, sometimes doubt comes in like common sense. Mm-hmm. And because it comes in like common sense, we allow it to just stroll into our life, sit down, take up residence, and we become complacent. And like your friend so rightly said, years have passed. And you're like, what if? I know one thing that gave me a solid... And did I, did I mention a solid kick in the butt was a quote that one of our mutual friends um, posted on her blog. Shout out to Motivate268. And randomly a day I was just on Instagram and I saw it. And it said, great ideas don't solely exist in your mind. This means you can either act on an idea or watch it get done by someone else. And your friend kicked you in the butt. This quote like uppercut me <laughs> uppercut me sent me flying across the room total Chinese movie with sound effect and everything everything and I'm like no no Jesus no sir nobody's coming and walking with idea that I know I have stewed this over talked myself out of it came back like you said earlier it's on your mind everything you do every time you have a conversation you see things it just keeps coming up I'm like nah 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 
I already put in work. Okay, <laughs> this needs to go somewhere. So I'm so happy that you shared that. Um, definitely overthinking and then overcoming your insecurities. Because guess what? When you do things publicly, like blogs and write books and podcasts and YouTube videos, you're getting personal. You have to share Very. a part of you. You have to be authentic on the level that you connect with people, yeah. and that is very that is that is not easy. It's a little cringeworthy there. It's yeah, because now how are they going to perceive me? Mm -hmm. Am I is their view of me going to change in their mind? You know, so all these things cross your mind. But one thing I have found and I hold on to is the fact that if Jesus told you to do it and you actually have a passion for it, then you just have to go. Yeah, yeah, that was something that really um, resonated with me as well. It was that I was so concerned about what others thought of me and what others would think of what I was doing that I missed, I missed the part where what I was doing was not only something that I wanted to do, it was something that God mm. led me to do. And it was something that he led me to do that also ministered to my own heart. Say it again for the people in the back. Because <laughs> when I first started writing my blog, it was almost like a journey for me. It was like a diary journey. It was like a journal. I was able to share with so many people my experiences. And in that sharing, I was able to really unpack those emotions, unpack those feelings, and really delve into what it is that I was experiencing and how it could help me and what God was speaking to me. And you know, sometimes you have things in your head, but it's not until you speak them out, out mm. loud. And sometimes writing can be like that. You, you, you let it out into the atmosphere mm. that it becomes real. And I had to come to the place where I was more concerned with what I thought about me and what God thought about me mm. than what everybody else would think or everybody else would say because people are going to talk. If you don't do something, they're going to talk. Mm. If you do something, they're going to talk. Mm. You can't stop them from talking. You just got to do what you got to do and let them know that what you're doing has nothing to do with them but everything to do with your passion, your calling, your purpose and your desire to be fulfilled in life so this wasn't in my plan or my layout of questions but you're basically saying that you're walking in your purpose yeah i feel like this is this is my purpose this is what i was called to do i was called to encourage people and my biggest my biggest belief in life is that purpose and passion has to align for 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 there to be for, for calling to be realized so our purpose as christians is to meet the world to serve the world to to show the world jesus but our passions our passions the things that we we are we have a great desire for or the things that touch us the most or the things that we're talented at or gifted at are also things that we have to utilize to push our purpose and if your purpose if you're if what you're doing you're not passionate about then you're not fulfilling calling you're not walking in calling you're just doing something for doing something and most of the times when you're doing something for doing something after a while you get tired of doing it you get burnt out but when mm. you're passionate about what you're doing right. It pushes that the boundaries. Drive. Yes, it pushes. It pushes you to 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 go ahead, to continue, to to move, no matter what people are saying. To to go on and to go on and to go on. It gives you. It really gives you the drive to do it. Um. So two things. First, as you spoke, I mean, come on, guys. You, 
I know you all hear the passion in her voice. <laughs> but it made me realize something as you spoke. Sometimes, even as a Christian, when I think of fulfilling my purpose in God, I think of the preachers, I think of the worship leaders, I think of musicians, I think of things that are centered within the four corners of a wall. Mm -hmm. And it is through my journey as just a regular human being, as just a regular Christian, my interaction that God made me rub shoulders with people that I have talented people who are bloggers and authors. <laughs> I have talented people I've met who are photographers and videographers. They are dancers. Like sometimes i don't know if it's happened to you out there but sometimes i used to think especially when i was younger that my purpose in god for god can only be fulfilled within the four corners of the church so sometimes i only viewed those talents because that obscures your mind mm -hmm. because if i think i can only sing or preach or this then it takes away from any other talent that i can realize about myself Forgetting the fact that he told us to go into the world. And if you're going into the world, guess what? You gotta do some things that are in the world. Yeah. We're not a part of the world, but guess what? I have a passion for reading. And somehow my reading can do something. Yeah. I can do voiceovers. I can be an actor. I can be a zoologist. <laughs> and still be a Christian. Still love Lord. Still bring glory to his name. Because it's not just about what I do, but it's my character. Mm -hmm. So that's that you just said was so powerful about finding your purpose. And Tim Ross, Pastor Tim Ross, if he ever hears this, hey, Pastor Tim Ross. Um, but he said on one of his lives that a lot of times we think that our purpose will just, it'll just drop out of the sky or, it'll, you know, it'll be written in the clouds. But sometimes we stumble upon it. Yeah. Sometimes it's not always just black and white. Sometimes you're just going along. And even if I think about you and the realization we came to. In God, because we say we want to be used by God, because we said that, you know, Jesus, have your way, whatever you want, etc. And you ask him to guide you. Then he led you to a job that encouraged writing. Mm -hmm. And not just any writing, but structured writing because there was somewhere else that he's taking you. Yeah. But sometimes we don't see the bigger picture. So it's, it's important to know that a lot of times... It's good to pray about your purpose. It's good to seek the Lord. But you're trusting that he's guiding you because you're letting him in. And slowly but surely, it gets revealed. Yeah, it does. It really does. Because, like, I've learned some new things about myself just in the last two months <laughs> that I didn't know. I found a new passion for something that I, I didn't realize I had. Mm -hmm. You never even thought about. No, it doesn't cross my mind. Graphics was never something on my mind and now I'm loving calligraphy. I'm doing hand calligraphy and it's really becoming a great, great joy for me. Right. With my Etsy shop and that was never on my mind. Growing up, I couldn't even draw a stick man. I was not, I was not physically art artistic like that. But uh, as time grows on and he put my passion for encouraging others mm -hmm. into this new passion that I have for creating graphics. Mm -hmm. And that just meant creating encouraging graphics. So sometimes you really do just stumble upon it. You do. And you just have to be open to that as well. And again, as you get older, you get tired of the nonsense. You get tired of the rubbish of just, of just being mediocre. Yeah. And I think that for me is one of those things where sometimes you view Christian people or just people in general and we accept this mediocre life like, oh, I've been born from this. I, I only have this amount of money. I'm from this country. I'm this skin color or I'm female or I'm just male or 
um, you know, your race. Like we allow all these categories to hinder us instead of seeing them as an advantage as to why I'm going to get it. Mm -hmm. I'm going after it. And you see why I've been encouraged by her. <laughs> like we sit and we have conversations and it just, it's really fulfilling to realize that there are people walking in their purpose. There are people enjoying it. There are people who are going through journeys and it's not always easy, mm -hmm. but it's so worthwhile. Now, we've already spoken about people's response and, oh, right. We forgot to mention she's a baker, guys. <sighs> Like she bakes in her spare time as well. Yeah, and they're quite delicious, huh? Mind you. <laughs> um, so we've spoken about people's responses. But I think what's interesting to share is the fact that initially, because you're now in a few avenues in a few areas, initially you didn't get the response from your local crowd or circle in one area. But as you started to delve into other passions as they beca became awoken or awakened, mm -hmm. um, you did get response from your local people. Yeah. And I know we even spoke about once the fact that there are different type of people in our lives. Yeah. They're the people who are just there to encourage you. There are people who are there to fund you. There are people who are there to buy from you. So it's it's also realizing that there are different people in your life and their support will have a different face. Yeah. It will have a different look. So it's just to be mindful of that. So, how are you now? Where are you now? What's your mindset? I mean, at the end of the day, Corona happened. You didn't... We, no one saw Corona no. at the 1st of January 2020. No. Yet, here we are. So, what does that look for you now? Like, how has that transition been or the feelings, etc.? Corona came in like that thief in the night. <laughs> she just... Uh, she just snuck upon us. However, however... um. From the onset of Corona, I know a lot of people were so distraught thinking that all their plans and all their dreams for 2020 were now belly up. Mm. It was just all thrown in the trash and Rona just messed up their lives. Auntie Rona. Auntie Rona just came in and just slapped them down. No respect. But from the beginning of Rona, from us being in quarantine, mm -hmm. I had a completely different mindset. And I don't know if it's because, ironically, you were talking about mediocrity and my one of my biggest prayers all of last year was, God, I pray that you break me out of the mold of mediocrity that mm. my family has been kept in. Because, you know, we talk about strongholds and we talk about generational curses and we think of it as just being things like temptation and um, drunkenness and that kind of stuff. But I felt that mediocrity was something that I've seen too much in my family and I never wanted that for my life. Mm. And going into this year, I was like, I'm not going to be mediocre with anything. I'm going to push hard and try hard with everything. And sure, Rona came in and, uh, and stood up in front of my plans. But I was determined to find a way around Rona to get to my dreams. And my main focus for this year now, now that Rona has come and switched up everything, is to focus on how can I make this dream better. You know, we think about... We think about our business plan. Now is my time that I'm working on my business plan. I'm really working and thinking on how I can how I can broaden my scope. I'm doing research. I'm doing a, a lot of um, video watching, trying to figure out, okay, I have this dream. I have this plan. How can I make this plan better? How can I execute this plan better? And it's been it's been a really magnificent experience for me not in the sense that i i haven't recognized the fact that 
corona the coronavirus has been very detrimental to a lot of people's health and to their their livelihoods but it's been it's been a good experience for me in that it has taught me to learn to face obstacles head on and try to find a way around them to not let obstacles standing my way of doing what it is that I feel like I'm being led to do and if Rona didn't happen something else would have happened there's always something there's always something that's going to come and try to stand in your way whether it's fear whether it's doubt whether it's some naysayer coming to you and telling you that what you're doing doesn't make any sense and just speaking negativity into your life there's always something there's always someone and you have to be willing to take a step back and think what can i do differently what can i change how can i get around this situation and i think that's what that's that's what's been my main motivation throughout this whole pandemic i like that i like that another thing i find so inspiring about you is that you are organized and you plan things out have you always been a very organized person because guys so my girl has alarms on her phone she i'm sure she has notebooks like she she looked at my notepad and like you need to get a proper book right but you have set things like you're on different platforms and applications that uh, post things for you like what what was the system in that okay um she said organized and immediately a smile crossed my face because if you ask my husband he will tell you that janisha is far from organized now in general life that may be the truth um but when it comes to my passions when it comes to this purpose and this desire to walk in calling sis is organized and i'm not organized in the sense that i'm anal about having things in specific places and stuff like that but because i know sometimes i can be forgetful i've decided to do things that will combat my own faults so like she said i have i have alarms on my phone I have an alarm that tells me that I, when I need to exercise and if I don't exercise I snooze the alarm if like if I'm in a position where I can't exercise I snooze the alarm I have an alarm that goes off that tells me I need to write today because I have to build the habit of writing every day in order for it to become a part of me in order for me to get anything done because if I'm going to be writing one day every every 7 days I'll never finish my book I have I have an alarm that tells me I need to post something on my social media today because I need to be a, a public presence. I need to have a public presence for my business. And I use I try to use a lot of apps that will help me. So I have this app called Planoly and for for my um for my Instagram, for my blog, I would just upload different things onto my Planoly. I'll spend some time some day and create different captions and set them schedule them to be posted because sometimes I am still working and I am still a wife and so I don't always have the time to sit down and go on Instagram. So when I have the time, I set the time I set these things up that they can take care of themselves. You have to find ways, creative ways to make sure that what you want to do you get it done. Even if you you can't physically do it, there 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 like a million apps out there. There's an app for everything. Trust me. 
You just have to search for it. There's an app to schedule your post. There's an app to tell you when to drink water, when to brush your teeth, all kinds of things. There's an app <laughs> for everything, right? So I just went online, tried to find the apps that I need that's going to help me out. Um, because I want. there's a lot of things that I want to do. There are a lot of things that I'm good at. And there are a lot of things that I feel led to do. But there are only 24 hours in a day. So I have to make the time worthwhile for me. So, yeah. Um, you said something just now, and I don't know if you realize. You said basically you have flaws or shortcomings, so therefore you found things to combat them. And that that is a profound point because sometimes, here's the thing. If you identify a shortcoming or flaw, your first thing is, okay, I need to fix it. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's not an easy fix or sometimes once you approach it, you get frustrated, you get drained discouraged and you just leave that flaw alone and like listen I've been with it for however long 20 plus years I'm good you know what's a little while longer yeah and you discourage yourself opposed to realizing okay this is a shortcoming or flaw I have I can't just hit it all at once depending on what it is so what are ways that I can slowly combat it or what are ways I can help myself do better mm-hmm. and I, I really like that I really like that like Thanks. if you're not that organized Find ways to make organization better. Find ways that you can help yourself be better. Because I wrote a few things down while you're speaking. Because we have to focus on the plan. We have to focus on the dream. We have to focus on the fact that we don't want to always be at B. But we have D to get to. We have H. We have I. Like we're trying to get to the alphabet and start again and keep moving. Mm -hmm. So just keeping your focus on understanding that. I may have a trait or a flaw or a shortcoming within me and it's not helping me get to where I want to be, but I need to get over there. So how can I best fix it or, you know, subsidize it in some sense in terms of using apps or maybe having people in your life that helps you to overcome that? Maybe it's therapy. Mm-hmm. Maybe sitting with a counselor. Maybe it's having somebody who can kick you in the butt. And guess what? I have a free foot. How far are you living? <laughs> you know? So whatever you need to do to get things moving, to get things in motion, you really need to do that. And I, I really I really like that. I like how you said that. Because I have my shortcomings in organization as well. Mm-hmm. And timekeeping. Just managing my time. Yeah. I'll be honest. And again, it's through seeing you do it. Because listen... Okay, well, when she talks about this, it's not simple. Like, I can only imagine how you take the time to do it. Like, just today I was asking when you came in, like, you know, what did your day look like or how did you plan? Because, you know, currently, the internet provider we will not name, there's an issue with the box on the main road leading into your house. So you don't have that Wi-Fi internet connection. But she's still intentional with the fact that I need to get this out. I need to get this done. So I will. Mm -hmm. So even if I have to take 15 minutes from my lunch hour to connect to the Wi-Fi to upload, I will. And I commend you. I just want you to know that, at least for me, that is definitely inspiring in terms... I need to get my life together. Like, like you tell me this unintentionally and with a smile, focus on your own life, but you're telling me I need to get my life together. And I don't know if you can hear it from her voice, but how old are you, love? I am 24. And this is not just to put it out there. It's just to let you know that sometimes... I'm 23. Oh my gosh. I'm 23. I said 24 and I was like, am I 24? You're going to be 24. I'll be 24 in a couple months. So it's okay. You're 24. (laughs) But I just said to say a lot of times we think it's when we're a little older or would have experienced life a bit more that you need to get your life together. No, 
you can get your life together at 18, mm -hmm. at 20, 23. It, like, it doesn't matter. You just need to come to that realization that, is this what I want? Is this what God is asking of me or leading me to? Keep him in the center and just watch him blow your mind. Like God has been blowing my mind. And people keep telling me around me that, oh, just wait and see, or this is going to happen, or you're going to... And I'm still in that phase of, nah, man. I'm waiting. I'm almost slightly waiting for that other shoe to drop, but that shoe better not drop. <laughs> I'm sliding across that floor to grab Wait, it. Cinderella, okay. You know, um, you don't so want I just, I just thought that that was so beautiful. Now, as we look to end, what is one piece of advice? Now, if you have more, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But what is at least one piece of advice you would like to leave with a listener to encourage them forward to try something new? You know that thing that you've been thinking about since you were young and when you were young it was just a pipe dream and now that you're older sometimes in the moments when you feel unfulfilled or you're feeling um, overwhelmed or you're feeling like eh, you're not doing anything worthwhile and it just keeps coming back to your mind you know what it is I don't know what it is for you but I know what it was for me and that thing you need to you need to do that thing whatever you have to do to get that thing done do it let me tell you youtube and google are here for you you may not have gone to school for that thing but you can learn about that thing there's also this app called um skillshare this this um online platform called skillshare and you can learn almost anything on skillshare right go and figure it out i want you to do it try it because you don't want to wake up when you're 60 and retired from your job that caused your back to ache and and now your hip is out of place and you're just sitting down on your gallery on your rocker thinking what if i had done it yeah, would i have become successful at it would i have would i have failed i mean you may fail but at least you would have known that it didn't work out instead of waking up one day wondering if it would have worked out so try it trust me trust me if nothing else just try it look up some information on it and try it and also i also want to encourage you that a lot of the times the things that you're gonna do are not always for other people sometimes the things the things that you're doing are for yourself and sometimes it's for an audience that you have no connection with you have no knowledge of it's more than just about you and we're, we're often so caught up with ourselves in what are they going to think about me? What are they going to say to me? What are they going to believe about me? And we forget that whatever it is we're doing is going to be helping somebody. Even if it's one person, there's somebody out there that needs your talent. There's somebody out there that needs what you can do the way that you can do it. So don't let anybody distract you, deter you, or even project their own insecurities on you by telling you that you can't do it. Because even if you touch one person in your lifetime doing the thing that you've done, that's one more person that has been touched in life. So just try it. Whoa. <laughs> and, you know, just to tag on to that, um, you will be better along the way. Yeah. Because um, at the end of the day, as you, as you help people, as you share, as you give your testimony, um, you have to grow. It forces you to grow up. It forces you to learn, to be able to therefore do. Wow. I don't know about you, but I feel quite enriched to be better. 
to do what I am doing now and even so much more. Um, you may not have Janisha, that's okay, she's taken, thank you very much. <laughs> but, uh, you know, another thing we'll be talking about on another podcast in the future is having a good community, having mm. good friends around you. And I can say that even if my vision becomes obscured, or even if I'm demotivated, I can look at my friends or my friends sometimes will just walk into my life and be like, what stripness you're on? Or you need to do better. Because we both on this journey together. You doing better, I'm going to do better. Let's go take over the world. Mm -hmm. We can be our own pinkies and our own brains. Indeed. And I just want to offer, you know, just a few reminders. Dream again. Believe again. And live your best life. It is because of your race. It is because of your heritage and identity. It is because you're female or male. It is because... You have natural hair or perm hair. It is because you have a certain shape. It is because of your height. It is because of the colors of your eyes. It is because of how you speak. It is because of who you are. That you can do it. You should do it. You will kick ass at it. And of course, give God the glory out of it. Awesome. I like that. All right. So that is it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now, please remember to follow Janisha on Keela's Chronicles. And that is on Instagram as well as her Etsy store, which is Passion Purpose Prince. Passion Purpose Prince. Yes. Now, of course, once you go to my Instagram at MustRTU, I will link her information as well. So you can go follow her. You can keep abreast with what she has to offer. You can go shopping online. The yes. whole works. Um, but we're so happy that you decided to tune in. I hope that this was enriching for you and encouraging you to try something new up next is a clip for next week instead of chasing the wind enjoy it while it passes because you don't know where it comes from you don't know where it's going and you can never bottle it all right you don't want to miss what i have in store for you next week and as you're going about your day your week your life as you encounter difficulty as you encounter negativity don't give in don't give up. Just remember to resist the urge. I'll see you soon.